Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine's food editor, Stephanie March, and local foodie from Stephanie's Dish, Stephanie Hansen, No Food. It's all about food, fun, food, frivolity, and food. Talking about everything happening at the Minnesota State Fair, it's podcast on a stick. Here's the Stephanie's. everybody you are listening to podcast on a stick i'm stephanie Han, and that person is stephanie march i'm just chewing in your ear i was ear. gonna say you might hear her chewing a croissant so no, that was it she's on a stick i'm chewing we are doing this podcast on a stick kind of in a unique location today we are backstage at fox 9 uh, stephanie just did a segment on the buzz right where she talked about fair foods that she finds as her favorites and ones that maybe kind of you undersung don't. Maybe yeah i call them the undersung um Foods of the Fair, because we do tend to get into the place where we're talking about, I mean, how many times can we talk about cheese curds and corn dogs and corn roast? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mini donuts. Those are all the iconics. Those are the Hall of Famers. So what are the ones that maybe you get after you get those? So let's talk about what you picked, actually, because you did this on the Fox 9 morning show today Mm -hmm. on The Buzz. Yep. uh, Which I have a segment every Friday. So, you know, just coming out here is kind of one of those treats, you know. Um, so I picked my bologna sandwich, which we all know that I've been like harping the bologna sandwich up like crazy. And where's it from? It's from Netterfields. And Netterfields is um, a concessionaire. And then I think he said they've been out here for 26 years. His dad is, started the business. And he's, you know, when I say concessionaire, I mean that he's got these mobile booths. The kiosks, you know, with the colorful tops and the neon lights and the beautiful signage. And he parks them in a specific area. And he's got this area called Netterfield's Food Court, which is on the uh, east side of the Kidway. And it's bright, and they've got tables for seating, and it's covered. They have the best condiment table in the fair. They have so much mayonnaise and hot sauce. They have so many different kinds of hot sauces. Oh, I love that. Oh, my God. And they not only do bologna sandwiches, but they do chicken, you know, chicken on a stick. They do tacos. They do corn dogs. They do everything. Condiment tables are not we don't, out here very often. No. And, in fact, that is one of the sor- saddest things that I would say is that, you know, outside of the corn fritters, they have a thing of ranch and hot sauce, which I'm appreciative of that because if I see any more just mustard and ketchup, I don't want mustard and ketchup on everything. Yeah. You and know? you want hot sauce on things. You've got your crybaby Craig's on your lanyard there. Right. And so I think that was one of the things I was saying is that you've got to bring, you got to, you got to get yourself out of your rut with state fair foods because a lot of people, even people I talked to yesterday, they were like, I said, I always ask them, what have you eaten today? And they tell me, and then they go, well... You know, and then I don't know, what should I eat? It's like you get your favorites and then you stop because you're, it's almost like you're overwhelmed. So after you eat your bologna sandwich, then what's on your list of so then overlooked I showed, fair favorites? Uh, pickle dog, which is, you know, just a classic and a really great thing, which is just cream cheese and a pickle wrapped in pastrami. Nothing just about Quite that. honestly, one of the best. If you are gluten-free, that's your corn dog. You know what I mean? Yep. And Or your prano pup. And so I just think that it's a really great... And it's like a fair thing. It's very Minnesotan, and I love that it's out here. Um, the other one I did was I did cheese on a stick because I think that we all talk about corn dog versus prano pup, but the cheese on a stick is molten cheese inside breading, which is like <laughs> nothing wrong with on that. On a stick, they're so good, <laughs> and I think people don't know what to think about it, and so they don't get it. You know, Kelly O'Connell, that was her first time trying it, and it's just like it's really it's kind of good. It's luscious. If you if you are against melty cheese, that's your problem. But I also love the fact that you put hot sauce with it, and it's really, really good. Um, wow. And then the last thing we did was we did a bre- I did a breakfast thing because so many of us are out here, you know, during the morning times and all day. And so what we did was we had 
Um, I did the two breakfast things that I love the most. One is the French toast at Blue Barn, which was a new item a bunch of years ago, and it's still here because it's still so good. It is good. And you kind of forget about it, but I mean, I think it's also, I love the fact that it's it's like almost, uh, it's not too sweet. It's not syrupy. It's got a different flavor profile. It's got some berries. It's very buttery and yeah, griddled it's buttery. tasting. It's like brioche. It's mm-hmm. I love that. And then I also picked this uh, breakfast sandwich from um, Andy's Grill because it's six fifty. It's a croissant, sausage, egg, and cheese, and it is they do that thing so fast and so good. And it's six fifty, and with a coupon, it's four. Okay, so that's a good deal. Yeah, it's uh, I'm coming. So Stephanie does Fox every Friday. I do it twice a month, and I'm coming up at ten thirty. And we were comparing notes yesterday because I'm doing classic fair foods. And these are things that I think just have stood the test of time and are real classics out at the fair. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start with the gizmo. Going strong after 73 years. It's the loose meat sandwich. It's in like a hoagie bun. It's got the melted cheese on it. Carl started the gizmo, and it's got a little red sauce. It's one of my favorite sandwiches. You and I actually had it together, I think. Yeah, and Carla is the one who runs it now. Carlo. His daughter. <laughs> yes. I forgot about that because mm-hmm. I we interviewed her. Maybe it was like two years ago. Yeah. Um, turkey to go. Obviously, the big delicious turkey sandwiches. They've been a concessionaire since 1958. And there's something about that turkey that is just delicious. And I don't know if people know that you can like get that catered outside of the state fair for like events or graduations. You can buy it by the bag. It's fantastic. Well, they have places. They used to have places in the Skyway in Minneapolis, too. I think they still have one. Maybe they do. Um, Ballpark Cafe's Onion Rings. That's Mm -hmm. on my list. Yep. Along with the mini donut beer because, come on, it's mini donut beer. That's perfect. Uh, Fried Green Tomatoes is a cute, cute, cute booth. And they also do the corn fritters. And it is third generation at this point. Grandpa working with son and working with grandson. They've been here for over 25 years. It's a crispy, breaded green tomato that has a ranch dipping sauce which is delicious i totally the rainy day on monday i was hunkered down with those fried green tomatoes (laughs) and i hit them with all the sauce with all the hot sauce and then i had a little pool of ranch next to it ranch heaven heaven heaven. um fried pickles again served with ranch and they have a cajun version that i really like and then always one of my first stops at the fair is giggles and i always get the walleye fingers they're so fresh and delicious you get a big boat of them served with tartar sauce and i just hit them with a little bit of lemon i don't know why but that's always our first stop can i ask you a question just to branch off of this where other someone asked me the other day that they were a pescatarian and where should they eat out here so they eat fish mostly fish and I was like, okay, so I well, said Giggles, Giggles has a lot of fish. I said it has walleye cakes, but I forgot about the walleye fingers. Oh, yeah. And then there's also the... Um, there's fish tacos at San Felipe in the food building. There is a something on a stick at Gate. Is it walleye on a stick? That's close by here. I want to say maybe it's at Gators. I don't know. Oh, I bet Gators is right next door. Yeah, here. so they have a walleye on a stick oh, there I didn't that's even, really oh, good. I should tell them to go to Gators and get the alligator. If you're a pescatarian, I wonder if that would count. I don't know. Mini apple pie is another classic that I did. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing today. Okay. It's, it's interesting to be at Fox 9 and be in the back because every day they're doing segments for all the shows. And I don't think people have an understanding about these media well, setups And out let's here. talk about that, not just Fox 9, but, you know, we, with Hubbard, we have Absolutely. Channel 5. And we've been on Twin Cities Live. And then, you know, there's also the radio KSTP station. TV and building. Levin. I've been through the back room of all of these buildings at this point. And here's the deal. It's funny to me because they, you know, the anchors and the newscasters are out here every single day and they know that it's not a typical fair experience because A, they're working, but they also have things like microwaves and coffee makers and they have refrigerators where they could bring their 
salads if they need to. You know, Evan, who is a floor director here at Fox 9, he he and I sat down and he was eating his uh, he was eating his homemade chicken. You know what I mean? And yes. I was like, that's really funny because you can bring food into the state fair. That is okay. You I've d- seen a lot of people, people families can pack picnicking. their own things. Yeah, it's f- totally fine. When we were at the KSTP TV booth and we did some things on their stage, they have a bathroom in the back. They have a full like computer set up with all the computers and the printers. And in the bathroom, they had Tide Stick, yes. mints, hand sanitizer. Uh, uh, hairspray, curling iron, like they had all the stuff that yeah. you would need to like get ready. Right, because if you have to be camera ready at the fair, you need supplies to do it because it is that, that much more work. Or so. like we are, I mean, every shirt I've spilled on so far. So I've been washing, stick. doing laundry every night, <laughs> just so to be clear. Um, but there's also something. So the other day, two, you know, two of the media people and I went and got a beer after their shift. You know, it was like 1130. And it was funny to me how, you know, they're walking around in their in their shirts with the station identification on it. And we go and we sit down and so many people are just so happy to see and, and want to, you know, kind of like say hi. And it's kind of like, I mean, th- there are local celebrities, right? Yes. And so it's kind of very sweet. Um, but it is funny how they are just like, they ha- hit a wall in the day after they're out here on, you know, tap and doing all the good things. And I asked them if they're coming back, and most of them are not coming back even on their own because <laughs> it's a job. Yeah, it is a job. And the more you're out here, the more it becomes a job because it's just like day after day after day. But the best job ever. I mean, really. I know. So great. Right. I was standing back here right now. And Taco Cat is getting ready to have their taco debut. Uh, Adam Turman won an award yesterday for the best um, state fair. What was the name of the award? Oh, they were just called just their best. Probably the best vendor. Or best, best vendors. You know, or yep. best retail or something. So he's going to be out here today showing some of his stuff. So it's just super fun. Uh, Stephanie, what do you have on deck today? Because I've already eaten something new that I haven't had before. You've what? I've already had something new. What would you have? I had the mini donut latte. Oh, that's a new food. Yes, and it was yeah. with Anchor Coffee. It was really good. I yeah, liked it. I liked it. It I, was sweet. Just, I had it last at the new Roundup day. Yeah. And it was, I thought it was delicious. I thought it was that perfect blend of sweet mocha-y without going over the top. Yeah. No, I really liked it, too. And I just thought it was great. Um, I, I, uh, I have to tell you about my new to-me food Please. that I had yesterday. So I was hanging out with a friend and his daughter. And we, for some reason, we started talking about chicken fingers. <laughs> And she was like, there's no chicken fingers at the fair. And I said, you know what's weird? She said, canes should be out here. And I said, I don't know about that if they're the best. And plus, they're not local. I'd rather have a local guy. And then I remembered walking by a place called Roadhouse 66 in the food building that has chicken fingers. Yeah, I feel like there's been chicken fingers. What else can you do? You have any idea? Can you come up with any others? Um... Because I couldn't. Like, up in the Kidway, there's chicken fingers at some of the concessionaire booths. Oh, there's a big chicken on a stick. I guess there is a big fried chicken. And, I mean, there's fried chicken at the Blue Barn, you know, this year. That's a hot thing. But, like, chicky fingies, as we like to call them. (laughs) Um, And so I went to this Roadhouse 66, and I got an order. And I had hot sauce. I mean, they were just, like... The chicken fingers you get out of the, you know, Did you at any like bar. you it was a calorie waste? Because if I was going to eat chicken on a stick, I would for sure eat the blue barns with the frosted, fl- or not, fr- I always say frosted flakes, corn flakes. Corn flakes. You know what? Crusted I, with the I Nashville hot sauce. I had that already that day. And quite honestly. You've honest, had that a lot. I, I actually haven't. That was only the second time I've had it. Since really? I, yeah. Okay, maybe I've had it a lot because yeah. I think I've had it like two times. No, that was only the second time since. The, and let's have a moment here. Do you know that there is no coconut in that? Even though you take a bite and it tastes like coconut. Is it fried in like coconut oil? No. 
That's so weird. And you taste the coconut. And then Shimp and I were sitting there talking, and she was saying, Steph Shimp, the owner of Blue Barn, she was like, it's weird. I People keep saying it to me, and she goes, and I don't understand it. It's not, there's nothing in there. She figured out that Chef Jeff, he does toast this special cinnamon before he puts it into the mix. And I think that must be it. Yeah, it's delicious. But and you feel like you can taste coconut. Yeah, there's like a coconut thing. Yeah, so right away sure. I bit it and I was like, coconut. Anyway, so back to this Roadhouse 66. I basically, here's the deal. I'd had the sweet stuff earlier and the chicken stuff. And by the time I got to these Roadhouse chicken figures just to try them, I was so needing something just protein and savory. Nothing fancy, just pure protein and savory. And that's what I that's what it was. All right. So I'm not saying I loved it. I'm just saying it what it is. You needed some protein. Yeah. We had yesterday uh, from Tejas Express the guac and chips, which that was the like largest pile of guacamole. That is I've a ridiculous had. deal. That is a huge, it was six huge bucks. deal. It was delicious. It was more than two guaca two avocados. And when you think about it, and two avocados are six dollars. And it days. was fresh tasting. Like it wasn't that bagged guacamole. It was really no, good. No, they make it on site. It was chunky. It was limey it was great and then stephanie what is the thing is it called the red hot it's called red hot yeah okay it was slice or hunks of griddled meat griddled sausages yeah with tomatoes with arugula hickory grilled sausages with corn it was so good yeah and it was weird because it's in this boat and you're kind of looking at it it's like, It's a meat huh. salad. It's a little bit weird. And then when you eat it, it was fantastic. No, it's delicious. I just feel like if I wanted, I don't know, I was thinking that that would be good. And then we mishmashed the two. We had a mashup. I was going to say, that was your move. Yeah, my move is move. to take the guac on the chip and then scoop it into the Red Hots mix and eat it like that. And I feel like that's what I want from that. I need like some sort of vehicle or some sort of, because just eating like a cut up hot dog in a in a beautiful succotash it just it just felt like there was something missing i guess i thought it was delicious no and i and i thought it was delicious but it, i'm just saying as a fair a food, little crunch i i wanted something a little bit more you know but that's why i i'm fine to do the mashups you know i'm fine to do my own stuff so here comes alex kendall she looks all cute in her red pants <laughs> I know, and I know, her red and high tops slick shoes Seriously. Oh, those are. She's got like wedge Chuck Taylors. Those are fantastic. I know. They're perfect. Uh, Letting you know, just since we're like multimedia platforming it today, uh, it is NPR Day at the State Fair. Excellent. And so that means in Dan Patch Park, they've got broadcasters, newsmakers, conversationalists, all sorts of people talking and and doing performing things. So that should be a lot of fun if you want to come out and say hey to them there. And uh, (laughs) Cody Matz is here. Hey, Cody, what's up? This is the fried bologna sandwich, dude. Are you going to get down on it? Yes. Look at it. I know we've already chawed at it a little bit, but look at that. I feel like you could take that bite right there. See, everybody just wants to know about the eats. Can you describe the look on my face? Chawed. Trepidation? Cody, would you like to eat the sandwich we've chawed off of? Uh That's another word. Uh I think I'm good. (laughs) I'm going to allow that for now. But you and I are going to go have, we're all going to go have some beers later, and I'm going to bring the hot sauce for the garlic fries. Okay. Yeah, don't you think so? Yes, definitely hot sauce for garlic fries. Uh huh. Ooh, at I Dan, heard, you're going to the ballpark. That, uh, you may have other classic We're uh, we've got some onion rings coming from them, a classic fair food this morning. Yeah. You know, I'm I know people. He's got a radar for pie foods. Yes. Uh, How do you know such things? You're general. so smart. <laughs> you're in the know. Deal. <laughs> That's the thing is the okay, get to good. try. Okay, We must be best friends then, and we just don't know it yet. Kind of like, but they're, okay. they're never like, all right. out in the wild and doing it. Step. That's the funny part. Yeah, well, they have to be judged on TV. 
And all you people yeah, send no. them emails saying, And they all like then bring their lunches because they're svelte. Um, and you probably shouldn't wear that. <laughs> they have to be worried about TV. Okay, back to the day. You didn't look really yeah. good in that shirt. Um, you probably okay, so for, yes, so today is uh, NPR Day. For what you're going to be doing today, um, I am. Uh, what are I, you going to be doing in terms right of, is there but something there is that you're looking forward to spending your time contest. on today? Um, I am. Uh, Hit the barn. I, I think we're missing it right now, but there is a cottage cheese and yogurt eating contest. Okay, the funny thing about that is, speaking of media, uh, Mike Marcotte yeah. from Twin Cities Chris, Live is Chris like, hey, do you want to? Join Elizabeth Reese in the uh, cottage fair or cottage cheese eating contest. I was like, yeah, nope, I'm kind of busy. When you say we, why do you include me in that? I do not love cottage cheese. Could you? We love cottage cheese, but cottage cheese is polarizing. When you say we, why do you include me? I do not love It is 100% not even real. No. Oh, my gosh. It's like the world's most perfect food. It's second only to egg and yogurt. I know. Oh, okay, but that's okay. It's because a curd. That's it's real. Um, it's a curd and whey. The deal, you guys, uh, there's a little, there's a okay, lot of we're going to have happening. a fight off air. Uh, the goat booth. You got it. If you haven't checked out the goat booth, you got to go at 2 p.m. They're going to talk about how an animal with four stomachs digests its food. This is important. This is important tech. Um, there's an introduction to fly fishing. If you're thinking about taking up fly fishing at the DNR. No, I, that's why I put it on the list today, because I thought that was super interesting to me. Um, that 4-H fashion review is happening it? again today. It's to really clear. fun, but it's hard. And uh, there is the Minnesota yeah. Bonsai Society. They are here as well. So, Okay. Well, we'll round it. We'll wrap it up in a sec. Okay. Okay, so here comes sure my fair foods are starting to arrive. Music at the got fair. And uh, one of them is the Roxy Hall Band. They are all here today. It's an eight-piece all-female band on the DNR stage, like honky-tonk and blues and good stuff. Yep. They also have the, I can't reply, I can't pronounce it, but the Atahualpa, which is at the Bazaar stage. It's that That'll be fun. music. If you love, I know, I want to go get a beer and sit and listen to them. I just dig that the most. Um, you guys, Lucky Chops. Oh, I do like that. Fiery, funky brass It's very band. relaxing. brass bands out here. I know. Oh. Because they're fun. I know. I saw God. the world's best so uh, parade awesome. the other and then, of course, day with tonight the South the, Washington uh, band. It was tonight like at the just a giant band, in the West End. a we giant marching band. It was so we great. Al Church, who's one of my favorite local singers, and Mark Malman for the first AV at the fair. Yeah. I saw Harmar Superstar in the audience stocky. at the Llama costume thing. competition. He was there. I took a picture of him, but then I felt weird okay. posting it because it was one of those, like, um, he didn't yeah, know I took it. Yep, 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 Steph. I had a moment of self-reflection. It was just a moment, but, you know, it it's happened. It's going to be, I feel okay. like, a record uh, So guys. it's a beautiful day out here. It is Friday. We're gearing up for the weekend. It's going to be a great fair day. It's going to be, I feel like, a record are you asking me? I think so, oh. too. And for our State Fair story today, how do you feel uh, about I'm not sure I feel, and I guess we'll find out. Okay. Are you asking me? All right, yeah. guys. Have your best fair day ever. Um, I'm not sure I feel, and I guess we'll find out. Yes, okay. about Top the Tater All when right, we guys. come back. All right. Welcome to the State Fair story on Podcast on a Stick. We are kind of a little terrified to be sitting behind the haunted house on the State Fair grounds. And we have Molly and Tim with us today to tell us a little bit about some of the inside scoop of what's it like to work the haunted house at the State Fair. How long has this been here? It's been here since 1978 is when it was built. Okay. 
And uh, uh, the owner that has it now, I believe, uh, was in 1984 when it got transferred, but he's had it ever since. Okay. Wow. So, yeah. And it, it's like iconic, right? Everybody, you're right on the corner. There's the smoke machine is going. Everybody has to go to the haunted house. That's right. Um, Manager Molly, you've worked here, you said, 27 years. Yes, 27 years. Okay, what is it like when every year, like, how does it work? Who do you get to work the haunted house? And do they have to, like, get costume fittings? Because it's a very elaborate show inside there. Right. So I do have to start out by saying that we have an amazing key staff and most of the key staff have been here even longer than I. So I consider myself like the baby of the family oh, wow. at 27 at years. 27 years. Right, right. Um, but it's amazing because we all come back every year. We all know our role. We all, it's like clockwork. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. So every year we, it's a lot of word of mouth um, as far as getting our staff, as far as uh, our actors and actresses. A lot of folks come back year after year, which is awesome. Um, but we do a lot of promoting on Facebook. We have other entity ways that we try to reach out to um, to gain some great new staff. So, but it's really word of mouth. You know, folks come back year after year, and then we just we put banners up on the haunted house early summer. Do they have to audition, or like, do they have to like? You know, if you said because you said actors right. and actresses, right. so that makes me wonder: is there no? We, we don't really do any formal, um, you know, need to have background type thing. I mean, it, it we explain what the job <laughs> entails, and it's and when you explain into what a, the job yeah. entails, what do you tell them? Well, it's hot. <laughs> It's hot work, meaning you're working in there, right? So you're scaring our customers. You're in a costume. You're in a mask. You have gloves. Um, all the, you know, there's about 15 rooms in the house, so they're all differently themed. Different music, like you mentioned earlier. There's fogs. There's different lighting. There's um, a lot of other electrical things going on. So. It's a nice variety for our workers to be able to jump room to room each day or, or stay in a room that they might like. Oh, you so know, they get to play different they characters. They do, absolutely. They absolutely. Cool. So they're not stuck in one room the whole time. They get to move around. Um, kids love it because they're not, you know, on, on a hot 90-degree day or 80-degree day where air-conditioned inside. They're yeah. not frying hot food on a oh, on a stand, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. So oil. it's it's a little different of a, of a type of job, but it's, it's great. And, you know, we employ quite a few as well. So... You know, we have two shifts, and it, it's great. Fun. You know, it's awesome. So, okay, so let me ask this. So you have to teach them to, like, be scary, but also obviously not too scary, right? I mean, like, what's your, how, what's do, you, the scare how do you coach that? So, you know, during the day, we have a lot of families and children that yeah. come through. So, you know, our, our rule of thumb is, you know, use your best judgment. You know, you have a, a terrified three-year-old that just won't move. Scare them and move on. Yeah. You know, we want yeah. them to experience and have fun. We don't want them terror terrorizing <laughs> with nightmares at night, right? Right. But, you know, you get the older folks and you get the teenagers, you know, go for it. You go know, we want it. them crawling yes, out, you know. so use your Use your best judgment. That's what we always say. Oh my God! Okay, can do you guys have any stories of like the like the person who was the most scared? You couldn't believe how terrified, or did they like lose their bananas? Yeah. Or have well, you had to go in and get people out? Yeah, I do have one story that 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 uh, it took her a while after she got out before she was done crying. But uh, <laughs> oh, I had a bunch I'm of sorry. friends come from uh, from work and uh, and their girlfriends and stuff, and and they didn't see me yet, and. Uh, I was walking out in the front, and my, my buddy says, hey, all those guys just went in. So me, I run around the back here, up the back stairs, yeah. going this back door, and yeah. I, I wait around the corner. So when I they came around the corner, they're right by a prop there, I started running towards them, and I started screaming. I jumped about two feet in the air and landed right in front of her. She was down crying, and she came <laughs> out, and she was crying for a half hour. Oh! <laughs> 
don't know if that's Tim, good that is him. excellent. But he, you, they were friends of yours. Yeah, so they, like were you friend, were okay. they were friends of mine. But, you know, most of... You know, a lot of people do get scared. Some are, you know, it's a fright factor thing. You know, if you, if 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 you're not too scary, or people, you, you know, they, they don't yeah. get scared easy, then it's not gonna. You, you know. can't touch them though, right? No. It's not the other. This is a no touch zone. Right? You want me to explain that to yeah, you? Yeah, do explain. Yeah. It. I'll explain that to you. This is this is told to them, and it is signed, and everything. Now, here's why people think they get touched, because when it gets busy, there's people behind you. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put my hand in front of your face like mm-hmm. this, and now somebody pushes you from behind. What are you gonna do? You're going yeah. right into my hand. Right. Now they think you got touched. Right. That's what usually happens. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, so, so it's th- just the idea of the sheer masses of people and, inside. And the other important thing, you know, the flip side of that is, is our customers aren't allowed to touch them as well. Right. Right. Um, you know, so there's signs on the door. Um, I mean, obviously, our our employees go through extensive training and orientation on what's allowed and what's not allowed. So, but it's very important as well because, you know, people just don't always keep their hands to themselves. So, you know, we, we deal with those on a case by case, you know, we, we have a a protocol here and we know exactly how to handle those situations. And for 27 years, for 27 years, we've seen it all. We've heard it all. We've, we've, I mean, people have come in and have peed their pants. They have come outside and had to sit and try to control their heart rate. I mean, I think we have seen and heard every story. What about this though? Because now kids, everyone's like, Oh, the kids are so jaded these days. Do you find it harder to scare teenagers? Uh, do you think no. that you think that's true? No, at all? Well, I'm gonna go with the you know uh, te- uh, male teenagers. I mean, the girls are pretty much get scared easy and stuff. But you know these male t- with teenagers, their chips on their shoulders. Yeah, they come in and they're like, oh yeah, this I'm is, not scared. I'm until, not gonna get until, scared until you know the first yeah. guy up around the corner gets them and they're you know. <laughs> you know and then you guys a, are like high fiving in the background. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes you follow them through and you just watch that and it it, it happens. All right. How fun. They even get me up there sometimes. Do you? So do you wear a costume or do you just go bro- No, rogue? I just walk around and uh, just make sure things are moving and uh, th- things are going. What's okay. the scariest room, do you think? Uh, well, honestly, a lot of people get scared at the top of the steps because that's where the first act, real live actors are. Yeah. So, yeah, attic yeah. in the swamp down below toward the end because it's it's a little darker yeah, and, and, and yeah. end them with yeah. a bang. I yeah, like exactly. it. So. Oh wow, that's a great state yeah. fair story, you guys. Thank you for sharing yeah. what it's like to work at the haunted house. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.